A big trade just went down in the NFL involving a quarterback and draft picks. It has real-life football and fantasy football implications. You're listening to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Let's talk about it. Cannot play with it. Cannot win with it. Cannot go with it. Can't do it. You play to win the game. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. Now locked in to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Clock Dodgers podcast. What up, what up, what up, what up, Clock Dodgers? It is another beautiful day. And I know there's some parts of the country who are having a tough time. Texas, shout out to y'all. Send a positive vibes your way. I hope things get better quick for y'all. I know it's kind of crazy out there. And I, all I can do is see it through the news and the headlines and the articles and, and everything else. But I, I, for real, send a positive vibes to you guys. Today's episode, as you heard in the intro, as you've seen the title, it's about a quarterback trade, a franchise quarterback trade, potentially. Now, I always go hard at the NFL and say, listen, man, the NFL is not great at making trades that are interesting. They're not great at making blockbuster trades. They're not great at making big trades that we care about. The NBA, I say, is way better at this. The NFL, this offseason, is giving it a run. It's trying. It's 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 trading around quarterbacks. It's 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 cutting players, you know, it's doing it's doing things. Things are happening. So I like that. Carson Wentz was traded to the Indianapolis Colts. We knew the Colts were going to go after a vet quarterback the second they cut Philip Rivers. Well, okay, not the second, because some people did believe that the rookie they drafted, Jacob Eason, was going to have a chance to take that role. However, the vibe that you got when you heard the team speak. When you knew that they were, you know, that this happened unexpectedly, that Rivers retired and that they already had a young quarterback, you still felt like, hey, they're not ready to go that route yet. Whether I don't know if that's Eason's fault or if that's, you know, the team just doesn't feel like it's it because it, it, the team feels like it's a playoff team. The team feels like it's a championship team. Let's be honest. They feel really good about themselves. And maybe right now they don't think Eason is the answer. OK, that's fine. This trade has many different angles and uh, viewpoints to take a look at. So for now, we'll discuss, I mean, we're going to discuss all of this. This is, we got a long off season. We're going to discuss all of this. We're, you know, with these five days a week episodes, we don't have to, you know, try to crash everything into one episode. We'll cover the Carson Wentz Colts aspects more on this episode. We'll dig into Jalen Hurts and the Eagles and all that kind of stuff tomorrow, maybe. Um, so Carson Wentz traded to the Colts. Again, we knew the Colts were looking for a vet. We knew that the Eagles were looking to move Carson Wentz. Whether, you know, you think that's Wentz's fault and, and, you know, the Eagles thinking he's just not, you know, good. Whether you think that's Jalen Hurts and the fact that they feel like he's a promising young rookie who who, who pushed the vet out. Or whether you feel like they're going to draft another rookie early. You know, it doesn't really matter. What matters is that, and we'll discuss that, like I said, another episode. But what does matter in this episode is Carson Wentz and the Colts. Let's talk about what happened first. The, the Eagles traded Wentz for a 2021 third-round pick and a conditional 2022 second-rounder, which if he plays 75% of the snaps in 2021 or 70% and the Colts make the playoffs, then it becomes a first-round selection in 2022. I mean, that's really not a lot. That's not a lot. 
Honestly, it's really not. I mean, if he is the franchise quarterback that the Colts expect him to be since they made this trade, even if it turns into a first-round pick and a third-round pick, it's really not a lot. It's not a lot for a starting franchise quarterback. I mean, we just seen what Stafford got. We hear what you know they, the, the Texans want for Deshaun Watson. It's, this is really not a lot, no matter how you look at it. However... So from from an Eagles standpoint, like I said, I don't want to talk too much about the Eagles on this episode, but from an Eagles standpoint, I don't feel like they got a lot. Um, but maybe this was the most they can get. They wanted to get rid of his salary. They wanted to move on. So they just did what they had to do. Understandable. Understandable. That's what you want to do. You want to do what you want to do? Go for it. But I'm not a fan of giving him up for that, for that, um, for that price tag. I would at least a guarantee first. Come on, man. I can't be doing this whole conditional first. I need a guarantee first, number one. Number two, oh, we don't want that third-round pick, man. Come on. Give us some second-round picks, first-round picks, maybe two first. Get a player involved in there or something. So, yeah, from the Eagles standpoint, if I'm an Eagles fan, I'm a little annoyed. I'm pissed off. i got to be honest. You traded a quarterback who some of you believe in still, and you didn't get a whole lot back. And we know how hard it is to find quarterbacks, like real quarterbacks, legit quarterbacks. So, not happy from the from the standpoint of that. But for the Colts, that is a win. If Wentz is who they think he is, that's a win. That's straight up a win. That's all there is to it. So great job by the Colts just for the price tag that it took to get him. Wentz, so far in his career, it's been pretty up and down, right? I mean, he's dealt with injuries. He's dealt with a bad team, you know, at times that wasn't, you know, the greatest. They didn't have the best of performances overall, you know, but Carson Wentz. I mean, if you if you if you look at his career, he's been in the league for five years. Like I said, last year, he dealt with some injuries. 2018, he dealt with injuries. 2017, I believe he had some injuries. So he's had he's only had like two full years. I believe he actually played every game. But um, regardless, I mean, he's had some really good seasons. And then he's had some like not so great. Like last year was pretty bad, you know, minus the fact that he only played 12 games and the games that he did play, it was bad. It was his worst season. Actually, his first year, he had similar like touchdown interception ratios and everything, but he played a full season. He had more yards, you know, passing, but still his, his sweet spot so far has been, you know, 2017, which you know, if, if you're just looking at the numbers, it's one of the better ones. And then 18 and 19. So 2017 through 2008, no, 2019. Minus the injuries, his numbers straight, you know, weren't too bad. It's not like, you know, it's not crazy off the chart stuff, but 2017, he had a really good run. I know that. Will he replace Phillip Rivers? That's your first question. Like, is he better than 72-year-old Philip Rivers? <laughs> Philip Rivers, you know, had a surprisingly good season last year. You know, he did pretty damn good. Philip Rivers, you know, last year had this team rolling. He had he had for himself over 4,000 passing yards. He had almost 25 touchdowns. He had 11 interceptions, which is typical throughout his career. A lot of interceptions, you know. That's kind of been his thing, you know. But, you know, pretty good year. Not 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 even a great year for his own standards necessarily, but over, overall he was a good leader, you know, for them. I believe Carson Wentz has the ability to put up, put up 
similar numbers to what Philip Rivers did last year. He can crack 4,000. He can crack 20-something touchdowns. You know, can he get to 30? Maybe. Maybe not. I, I, I won't give him that yet. If he can keep the interceptions down like he did for those, you know, three that three-year run where he did really well, then he's, a, he's at least Philip Rivers, right? So that, that's how I feel about him. I'm, I am not giving up on Carson Wentz. I know some people have, like, totally trashed him. And they have, you know, no faith in what he can do. They don't believe in him. But, I mean, man, if you think about some of Carson's, you know, moments, he's had some pretty good moments. He's not horrible. A, a, a big thing here for me is this. Like, his offensive coordinator during, like, his best season is now the head coach of the Colts. It's his new head coach. This isn't a, a team randomly trading for a quarterback. This isn't uh, a quarterback needy team seeing a quarter, quarterback become available who's kind of, you know, in limbo and, and taking a shot. It's not that because this guy coached Wentz. He was his coordinator during his, you know, during his better years. So he knows what he's getting. He knows what Wentz is capable of. He's worked firsthand with him this is not just a shot in the dark this is not like hey we'll take a chance on this guy he knows this guy and he's the head coach now it's not even like he's the offensive coordinator and they're just saying hey man what do you think about trading for Carson Wentz he literally is the guy helping pull the trigger <laughs> from that standpoint you know the Colts believe in Carson Wentz and then believing in him and having a coach that he's familiar with and has had success with and 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 landing on a team with some pretty damn good offensive weapons Carson Wentz's confidence and the fresh start appeal, it has value. It has value. I know it's not something necessarily that you could look at from an analytic standpoint or a data-driven standpoint or a statistical standpoint, but those things matter to me. The fresh start, the familiar coach and offense, the, the, the people who believe in you when, when, you're, when you're feeling low, um, I believe that does matter. So I do see a bounce-back year for Carson Wentz. I'm not saying this, you know, it's an MVP season and he, he catapults into the top 10 at quarterback. I think, you know, he gets into the Derek Carr range, you know, um, that's where he's at. Big Ben, Derek Carr, you know, he gets into that, that little range there. Um, I have no issue with that. Colts fans shouldn't have an issue with that, especially at this price. He can, he can get into that range. He, he, he definitely can be top 20 and he, he has the potential to be top 15. When I say top 15, I mean like 15. <laughs> when I say top 15 and Carson Wentz, I don't mean like anywhere higher than 15. <laughs> so yeah, I'm good with this. If we, let's, I'm good with this for the Colts. If I'm a Colts fan, I'm happy. If I'm an Eagles fan, I'm pissed off just from a, you know, what did we get standpoint? Um, I, I don't, I don't like that too much. I know, I know they're pissed. I know they are, but they have to look at other things, man. They have to look at it from a different angle, from a different view. The fresh start for them too. Wentz is stepping into a situation, you know, Ty Hilton. Michael Pittman, Campbell, if he could stay healthy, a good offensive line, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty good offensive line, man. Great running back. He's in a good situation. When I say great, good running back, I'm talking about Marlon Mack, of course. <laughs> nah, you guys don't mess with you. Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack, if he returns, Hines, like he has all the options here. And a defense, man. There's a defense there, you know? So, I would love to hear, you know, and I'm, I'm sure we're going to see them all over, you know, Twitter and all over, you know, podcasts and articles and videos of why this is bad. You know, why Carson Wentz was a bad move, but I don't see it. Even if you're not big on Carson Wentz, like at the price, I don't really see what you can get mad about. 
I don't really see the reason to be mad. This was a really fun trade. The Indianapolis Colts have their man. They have a guy. They don't have to worry about it now. The young Jacob Eason can continue to, you know, learn and grow behind him. The weapons are the, all, all the players there that, you know, are, are, are fighting for a Super Bowl, that are fighting for the playoffs, that are fighting for, you know, this run. They can feel good. They can feel good that Carson Wentz is going to come in there and at least fill Philip Rivers' shoes. He can walk in those shoes. At the very least, he can walk in those shoes. And Philip Rivers wasn't even top 15. So he could definitely walk in those shoes and make this team competitive, you know, put them back in, in a chance to, you know, in a shot at this thing. I like it. And for fancy purposes, like I said, we'll, we'll see how he gets drafted. My assumption is it'll be low. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to be a, a, a buy at a value, depending on the kind of league you're in, of course. If you're in a super flex to QB league, you're happy right now because Carson Wentz doesn't get benched. He doesn't get just benched straight up and stays on the team. He doesn't get traded to a bad team. Like, this is good. This is good all around. If you're in super flex, you know, two QB, if you have, you know, even if you're in one QB and Carson Wentz is like your quarterback, like it's not, at least you don't have to, you're not pressed to make a move and make a decision. So in fantasy, dynasty, you're you're fine with this. You're happy. You're actually happy that this was the outcome um, because it could have been worse. There could have been worse situations that he went into. Um, and again, I, I want to save the Eagles side of this, the Jalen Hurts side of this for tomorrow's episode. Because he deserve, they deserve their own episode. <laughs> they deserve it. So from a fantasy perspective, if you have Carson Wentz, I'd hold him. I would buy him low if you can. If you could trade for him low and you're in a super flex two QB league, sure. But outside of that, for you know, you ain't got to worry about it. You don't got to go chasing him. If you're in a redraft, you know, this is a guy you just let fall, 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 fall. And if he happens to be there when you're drafting a quarterback late in the draft, he's not a bad option. He's not horrible. He's going to do good. I'm stamping it now. Clock Dodger stamping it. He is not going to be bad. He will be Phillip Rivers. He won't be better than top 15. 15 to 20 range. I feel confident saying that. And I think it's good enough for the Colts team. And in fantasy, I mean, you understand what that is, right? I mean, it is what it is. It's not something that you want to chase, you know? It's not something that you get super excited about. But he'll get the job done. And if you're in two QB leagues, you could do worse. He's He'll be a good second quarterback. I, I like this. Good job by the Colts. Good move. You 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 filled that spot, hopefully. You don't got to worry about it. You don't got to chase it. I respect it. I respect it. And this even narrows Deshaun Watson's options down even more. The NFL, you might be you might be competing with the NBA this year with all these quarterbacks you're moving around. You might be, you might be competing. We'll see how the NBA trade deadline is. <laughs> but you you're making things interesting. You're keeping it fresh. I like it. I really do. All right, guys. That's it for the Carson Wentz trade. I, I'm down for it. I'm down for the Carson Wentz revival. I'm down for the, the price tag the Colts paid. I'm not happy about the Eagles, you know, value that they got back. I think, I think they could have did better. I wish they could have did better, but maybe they couldn't have, man. This is what it was, but they had they had to move on. So I get it. I respect it. Um, and we'll talk more about the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, and all that stuff tomorrow. Thank you again for checking out the episode. I appreciate it. Thank you to everyone who subscribed. If you haven't subscribed, can you please kindly go tap that subscribe button? It means the world to us. And if you already subscribed and you're thinking, well, how else can I help this guy? How else can I help the Clock Dodgers podcast grow? How else can I help my, how else can I grow this Clock Dodger family, this network of people, this community? And it's by sharing it. I really appreciate it. If you do that, if you, if you tweet it out, if you tell a friend, if you tell someone at school, if you tell someone at the job, if you tell someone anywhere, man, I really appreciate it. Um, that's what we're looking to do. We're looking to continue to grow, and you guys are the ones that make that happen. So thank you for all the support. Thank you for all the love. We appreciate it. Again, things are continuing to change and grow here. 
So we just keep adapting. We just keep switching it up. We just keep improving upon the process. <laughs> and we appreciate you guys riding with us for all of it. Um, other than that, you guys know what it is. Be kind. Be great. Keep dodging.